Hello and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're having an incredible time tonight. You know, I want to talk to you something that's become personal to me right now in my life. And I'm pretty much a transparent preacher for most parts. And um, I want to talk about hearing in the wilderness. You know, we that seek Yahweh, which would be you if you're listening to this, we have such a hunger for him. Now, I'm not going to say 24 hours a day you're walking around saying, Jesus, 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 Lord, Lord, Lord. You might be working. You might be baking cookies. You might be a doctor, a lawyer, a candlestick maker, a plumber, an electrician, a garbage man, whatever. You are working, taking care of responsibilities, a housewife, a mother, so many responsibilities. And sometimes a desert experience can get so dry that you start seeing mirages. When you say, what do you mean by that? You, you, you're seeing things that are not there. You're uncertain of what's really there. You go up to the mirage, you look, and it's still sand. So you're, you're not seeing exactly what's there because you're not hearing much of nothing but the wind in the middle of the night, the hot, hot sun during the day, the cold, cold, cold at night, the scorpions and the snakes. And I know it's almost like a gloom and doom type of podcast, but it's not. Everyone faces a portion of wilderness or a full wilderness experience sometime in their life. And you can sit out before Yahweh and, man, sometimes you feel nothing. You ever done that? Just be honest with yourself. I know, listen, as much as I pray, I can tell you this many times I've prayed where I heard nothing, felt nothing, seen nothing, was uncertain. Um, most people I've talked to, that's how, I, I don't have anyone that I've talked to that's ever told me they haven't been through something like that a few times in their life, more than once. And that's that wilderness experience. In that wilderness experience, Yahweh exposes the things in you that needs to come out. Not to hurt you, not to tell other people your junk. Uh, maybe not to show it to anyone, but to yourself. So you can see what's happening to you and your emotions during that wilderness experience. Uh, how do you respond to the wilderness experience? Uh, how far do you run into Yahweh during that wilderness experience? Or how far do you run away in that wilderness experience from Yahweh? Because we do that sometimes in our emotions, our feelings. Though none of us would leave God, of course not. You're mighty men and women of Yahweh. But the wilderness experience can play tricks in your mind, make you feel uncertain, make you feel unsure. And even though you got promises of God right before you, but they've been, they, they've been almost destroyed because the wilderness experience is telling you, look, that can't happen. Look at this. Look at that. Look what's before you. And maybe when you come through that other side of the wilderness, the promise does look somewhat different. Maybe it does look somewhat different. Maybe, maybe the mountain's taller. Maybe it's smaller. Maybe the crown is bigger. Maybe it's, you know, better. I, I don't know. I've uh, been through wilderness experience a few times in my life. I'm gloriously going through one right now. <laughs> oh, you can tell I'm being facetious. I don't want to rejoice about it. I rejoice that I get to the end of it and hear Yahweh and clarity and when I'm sitting on the couch seeking God and I'm blank, you know that I'm going through a wilderness experience. I love my dad, uh, my actual father, and he's also a senior pastor on my staff. And 
So I'll be talking to him and, you know, and it's like, you know, you just got to resolve Yahweh in your heart. Resolve it all in your heart. Don't be moved by nothing. Don't be moved by nothing. You know, you can't be. You can't be moved by nothing. No matter what comes, no matter what goes, no matter what's happening in your life, what's happening in your circumstance. You hold on to the word of the Lord. And, you know, my dad's like, are you in your word? And, yeah, of course y'all know I'm in my word. Um, but he was like, no, I'm in extra, extra in that word during this time. Extra engaging at this time. You know, because sometimes we walk so close to Yahweh, we, we can feel like, you know, hey, you know, I should already have the answer by the fruit and the labor that I've already put in. But maybe he's drawn to you to show you something new inside of you by the Spirit of God that's inside that word or inside that engagement time or inside that praying in the Spirit time. Why? Because he wants to see you on the other side. And I remember my father was like, you know, you have heavenly angels all around you. But you know what? You can go through a wilderness uh, situation and don't even feel one angel. And even though you know you got them, they're available to you. And you're over here whining like a baby. And there's angels waiting for your beck and call, waiting for faith to come out, waiting for you to align yourself with the will and the might and the mind of Christ, Yeshua. Going into that place where it will cause manna come down from heaven, that which is a heavenly substance. I know for that to myself right now, that's what I'm engaging for, that heavenly substance from Yahweh that will fulfill me, sustain me until I get past the wilderness experience that I may enter into my land of Cana, my land of beauty, my land of Beulah, my land of more than enough, my land of spiritual provision, earthly provision, spiritual health, earthly health, spiritual joy, earthly joy, spiritual love, earthly love. Spiritual completion, earthly completion. But it never ends. So basically, once you get through that desert experience, you'll get to all those completions. But as you maximize those completions, sooner or later, it won't be the same, I'm sure, but you'll need another type of wilderness experience to work in and work out of you the glory of the coming King, the glory of Yeshua, the glory of the Holy Ghost, the glory of Yahweh, as out of this you are stretched and fired like refining fire to make you the most purest. Uh, what's the right word, Lord, that keeps coming to my mind? Not like mobile, but like liquid gold, you know? It's like like, like, like you, you, you can go through it all. You can shape shift. You know, think about liquid, you pour it and... If it has a hole, it'll go in the hole. If it's square, it's going to go in the square. If it's triangle, it's going to go in the triangle. So, very maneuverable. Y'all was getting to your place of very movable, not removable, movable glory. Well, somebody needs to hear this. Y'all was getting you to a place of very movable glory that you can go in and out at all times by the Spirit of God. See, out of this desert experience will come light and life and love and blood coming in a new revelation depth. Because you already have that on you. The blood's on you, so that doesn't change. But we go from glory to glory, victory to victory, precept upon precept, step upon step. And Yahweh is wanting to bring you to a place 
of more spiritual clarity that can only come out of the heavens, which therefore the earth is where your battle gets or your desert spot or your dry spot or where things don't make any sense. But he says, run, but run unto me. Cast off your cares, but cast them off to me. Trust when there's nothing to trust. Trust in me, says the Lord of hosts. Not man, not world, not position, not purpose. Trust in me. Yes, Yahweh. I hear you, Father. Trust in me that I know exactly where you're at when you went into that wilderness position. And I'm able to take you through and refine you to the glory of my son Yeshua as he beckons you to come sit on his throne sealed by Holy Spirit as a son of God which you are by blood covenant. Yes, Yahweh. So rejoice as you can. Be thankful as you can. You say, well, why you say as you can? Because sometimes you may not be feeling that joy. You may not be feeling that thankfulness. And your joy and thankfulness may just be able to wake up in the morning and not curse everybody. <laughs> not be mad at everyone. Not be doubting everything. You know? But sooner or later, that joy that you're maintaining inside of you and the midst of that trial, either health or business or financial relationship or spiritual or earthly where it's doing its work on your life to work out that which is in your life, you go and sit in the mercy seat of Christ Yeshua and find God. For he's not lost. He's the Lord lording over the mercy seat. He's the Lord lording over the mercy seat. Yahweh, the most high God, yod heh We go sit in Yeshua into our mercy seat. And let the ministering angels come minister to you things that are unknown while you're going through things that are unknown. And see what God will do as he completes this work in you and he completes this work in me. Once again, this is Sigima Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful. Pass this to a friend that needs encouragement. Shalom. Shalom.